Good afternoon, everybody. Um, today, I would like to, to welcome everyone to this Dating His Hands and Audio podcast. Like, this is what we use for podcast. And I would like to say thank you to everyone for taking out time to be here today. Um, thank God for technology. Uh, we're all in different parts of the world, Nigeria, America. America is two worlds, two different parts of America. And um, Okay, so we have different people from different parts of the world coming together to do this. So, um, by way of introduction, let me let's start with um, introducing ourselves. I'm in no way an expert on this issue. I just have passion for women, and when it comes to single women and dealing with mature single, I think maybe that I can I can say that I have a, a bit of experience talking about that. But this I'm just a facilitator. So. Um, so I would just introduce myself. My name is Inka. I'm the writer, the brain behind Daily in His Hands. Of a lot of people don't know me or my page anyway. I'm sort of like faceless. I just write and I drop things there. So it's kind of like faceless. I think that's what I have. I don't know. I don't want to say that's what God told me, but that is just me. Like maybe, maybe that's, that is just part of being in car. I don't like being, I like being out there, but I don't like to be known when I'm out there. Like, so yeah, that's just my way of doing things. Um, it's a community of women where women talk about relevant stuff. We talk about being single, separation, divorced, people that have been widowed. We focus on matured um, singles. Um, I'm also a dentist. A part of me is a dentist. and A part of me loves to do public health work. I, I've done a lot of public health work and I noticed that a part of me too still likes to write and do literature. So I think I'm going to explore that in the next decade of my life. I'm not married. I've never been married before, but I love being happy and um, living a fulfilled life, living life to the fullest. So I'll just turn it over to Tokes to tell us about ourselves. My name is Tokumba, an Inca's friend. We met in college. We attended the same campus fellowship. So we share a lot of friends because we have a lot of I'm currently single through divorce, happily been married once. I'm a mom to an amazing nine-year-old girl. I'm a physician, a hematologist, a cardiologist, a enjoy writing and listening to people. Difficult to state. So I do a lot of audible. I love listening to people. Yeah. Jimmy? My name is Jimoke Akishiku. Um, um, I am a doctor of veterinary medicine and a registered social worker. Um, I've been separated for 15 years, not but two, three years after separation is kind of regarded as, you know. Well, people take it as you're not living together anyway. It's like more easily regarded as divorce. Um, I've got three children. My oldest is 27, a 425-year-old, and a 423-year-old. Um, yeah, I've been separated for a very long time. The thing is, so, yeah. Um, I love cooking. Um, I love chatting. I love traveling. Um, yeah, that's a bit about me. Hello, good evening. This is Twin Ogumbajo. <clears throat> I am a divorcee. I'm a mother of one. I have a, a son who is 17 years old. And um, I used to live in the UK. I relocated to Nigeria eight years ago. Um, I run my own business in Nigeria. I have a short stay apartment that I manage in Nigeria. Mm, and um, that is me. Thank you so much, everyone, for introducing yourself. That was um, um, a good introduction. I just wanted to say that this panel was carefully selected because we are in different phases of the journey. And I hope um, people that will be listening to us after now can see themselves in the different phases of the journey. Um, my first question will be for Jumoke. Um, you've been writing on my on Daily and Isam's page on this issue of co-parenting after divorce or separation. I've gotten a lot of positives, but we've also gotten quite a number of negatives where people back people just lash out of me that uh, how true is this thing? 
um, Jumoke just wrote about. So Jumoke, can you just tell us some of the tips you said about co-parenting on your from your own perspective? Like what what were the things, key things in your blog and the key successes there? Well, co-parenting from my own end initially was a very difficult and you know, a harsh situation. And for me, I personally had to make up my mind that I was just going to make it work for the sake of my children and also for my own health and well-being. I mean, psychologists will tell you the effect of um, having a father being absent in the life of a son, all the behavioral issues that, you know, causes and, you know, the negative things. And for me, I wanted, um, I didn't want my children to be part of those statistics. So for me, I had to have a vision. I mean, the vision of exactly what I wanted out of my life, what I wanted to see in the lives of my children. And it was a conscious decision that what I was making. Um, my partner was not particularly um, open having you know, that kind of civil relationship. It was hostile in the beginning. But for me, I had to make my own stand clear. I mean, the first thing, he knew that I loved my children and I was going to do whatever I took to make sure self-reflect and look at things that you know things learn some things from the relationship um try to look at my weaknesses and i try to look at my strength and for me my weakness kind of way to kind of you know help me you know get out of depression and anxiety i had to look for support from friends and family to be able to kind of help me um my strength as well being um, a doctor of veterinary medicine, obviously I had my own skills. So I had to look at things that I could actually use to kind of self-improve myself within um, the confines of what I had. So I used every every little thing that God gave me within that period to kind of strengthen, you know, try and make money, try and read more, try and improve myself, build my confidence. Because one thing I know is they will feed from your strength. And if you're a very weak mother, you know, there's always whinging, there's always complaining. Then get sick and tired of that kind of act. And the environment becomes very hostile. And when they don't see positivity, you kind of like bring down their morale. So for me, I had to make up my mind that, you know, whatever it took me, I'll smile when I see them, even when things are rotting inside me, just to bring that bold face out. So for me, I had to write that vision of what I wanted, what I wanted to achieve, and how I wanted to achieve it. Um, with my ex, it was a little bit difficult because obviously I was the one that walked out of the marriage because it was too toxic for me. I was having depression and anxiety and I couldn't see myself out of that situation. So I had to find a strategy to relate with him. Initially, it was hostile. He didn't want to have anything to do with me. It was negative vibes on his end. But because I wasn't just going to let and make it more difficult for me the children were with him i was in nigeria then and the children were everything so i had to look for ways to have constant and continuous contact with my children even irrespective of you know all the verbal abuse and all the negativity i just didn't care i mean i would go i had to kind of psych myself up to that point where you know, go there and you know well whatever it is i'm here to see my children it was not easy it was a battle but yeah but after a while when he saw that i wasn't going to back down and he knows i mean both of us have you know we know people have us have because he's in us he loves his children and he knows that he loved my children and i wasn't going to give up so somehow he understood that vibes and you know gradually kind of like easing off a bit but i was constantly there you know everything happened to my children the holidays i was there to pick my children stuff like that so for me i tried not to do anything negative about him presence of the kept it very positive even when we would have misunderstanding and i would feel like almost you know swearing at him you know i would do that when the children are not you know uh, open relationship and you know health memory for the children when the children Nine, now a little bit older, they can decipher things. You know, better. You know, and they sometimes say to me, "Mom, you went through shit with you know." I'm so, pardon my words, but you know, you went through a lot. And I was like, "Well, I needed you guys to get through that phase because they were going to the teenage phase." 
you know, which is very, very important to kind of maintain that, you know, level of uh, stability for the children, you know. So I stomached quite a lot, you know, but at the end of the day, stomaching a lot didn't mean that I could take, I, I would take rubbish from him. I mean, I would make my standard. In this situation, this student needs to move from A to B and, you know, and most importantly, I was very prayerful. So I was monitoring my children's progress, even though I wasn't living with him, the children were living with him. I was monitoring my children's progress prayerfully. I was always there. Somehow I was in their school. I would organize lessons for them, pay with my money, you know, just to make sure that things that me not being, me not living in that house with them, you know, I could kind of like put that in. And because he and the reasonable person when it comes to his children, forget about the relationship between me and he kind of had that understanding that you know what, for this children. So for me, I mean, I had kind of developed in that. Other people might develop other stuff. Friends to come in. It depends on your dynamics, really. But at the end of the day, for me, for you to be able to, if you have a very reasonable partner, then it's easy. You can kind of like, you know, agree on this is this, this is that. But if you have a very difficult partner, you would have to do that extra work to make sure that you are able to achieve, at least to a certain degree, have a kind of like respectful, symbiotic relationship with your ex in such a way that at least the children would kind of like, you know, have a positive outlook to life. Okay, thank you so much. You've gone um, over and beyond. Um... So I will ask the next question with Fotokubo and um, Toy. I don't know how we want to share this um, question. Building a relationship with a and I deliberately put Tony and Tokubo to um, talk about this um, experience. It's not easy in reality. Jumoke can tell us about the tips, go to your children's school, do this, do that, do that, do this, do that. But in, in the reality of it, how easy is this to, how easy is it to implement this this line of action that I want to do this with this particular person? And I will allow Tokubo go first. I'll give her two minutes, you're on a timer, and then Tony will go after her. Or Tony, if you need to jump in when Tokubo is talking, feel free. It's, 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 it's both questions. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whatever dynamics you had when you were together as a couple, if you have a partner like that, it makes it a whole lot easier because at least you have a shared vision for what you want for the children. But it becomes difficult when you have a partner who really doesn't care about the child and is carries the toxic dynamics that you had as a team and it starts to affect the child. I think. What I would say, because in my experience, I think people who go through divorce or get separated get a lot of bashing. You know, everybody wants to know whose fault it was. I would say the first thing is to recognize that one, your situation was different from everyone's, and it's to receive God's grace for whatever situation you find yourself in. You know, it's not about co-parenting work you are god's grace is available so putting your child first is the best is the most important who wants to co parent at all and there's some parents who forced their children on their ex and ended up harming the child because the partner is not even interested in co-parenting in the first place you know is this a child who I have to put my grievances aside. I have to trust God to give me grace and actually work with this person. And I think Sister Jimmy's done an excellent job of showing us what that can look like. It's not like she didn't go through a lot, but she had a vision of what she wanted for her children. Obviously her partner was graceful in loving the children and also wanting what was best for them. And so that's played out well. Um, so for me, that was the same thing you. I had to think about the things that he had said. 
you know and knowing my daughter she was young at the time i i was very very emphatic about the fact that i wanted her to be grounded in her identity i didn't want this to be a tug of war i had a partner who i couldn't work with you know it was just it was it was toxic you know um and you know when it comes to marriage what i've learned is it's it's teamwork ultimately obviously a lot of it is there's that's a relationship in which god's design is that there's physical attraction and there's sexuality there's emotional intimacy and vulnerability by the end of all what we see on tv it's hard work this is someone who you have to pay bills with clean with share is you change diapers you have to think about if you have sick in-laws who does what who does this so if you can't work together as a team and compromise and meet each other halfway and help you know if there's none of that team dynamic and even have a partner who's great as an individual but when you come together as a team are we able to work together and that what comes that's what when you co-parent are we able to put and actually just get this parenting thing done you know for the best of the child making that team dynamic work where you both agree that this raising this child in the healthiest way possible and bending over backwards to making that work regardless of the challenges i find that co-parenting you know because whether you're divorced or married you're co-parenting right so co-parenting obviously the best relationship you can a child can have but i will say that i've seen toxic co-parenting and okay so let's 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 move to toy you've used your two minutes okay toy can you give us like your view okay that's on um building a relationship with a spouse yeah okay from my own experience um at the beginning i kept my distance it was not easy um but i just at the same time i i didn't want my son to see any of this he was he was very young he was still like a little boy um and i remember that um when we went to court i had to request from the judge that i didn't want any contact with him i wanted limited contact that if he, he wanted you know um contact with the child so i requested that can he pick the child on from the nursery on friday drop the child back there on monday and i will pick the child on monday evening what you know when i'm coming back from what that was what i told the judge and the judge said oh so why not so she noted that down so it was already on paper for us so nobody could just flaunt anything because i i knew my ex he would <laughs> he would call you from nowhere and say you know what i can't do this can you go and do this you know so i made sure that it was on paper in black and white and um it 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 was like that for a while so we did, we had limited contact but i had to pray about it i really prayed about it because i i wanted my son to see that you know mommy and daddy mommy and daddy are talking mommy and daddy are maybe not friends but they are you know he still sees mommy and daddy as being friends so i had to pray about it i really had to pray about it and um i you know we started by i think it started from even his his end because you know he would always want a favor oh i'm stuck on the train can you please help me pick um our son so it started like that and i and i allowed that i allowed that and i you know it started hello 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 how are you oh how was your day we're fine you know oh can you help me pick uh timidai and i'm like okay no problem you know I, i'll do that because i found out that the when he couldn't do that he would call people and maybe call the sister and the sister would call somebody that was living close to him or somebody you know like strangers or indirect friends really to go and pick our son when i got to know that i thought okay enough of this now i would be myself this is my son so when he ended up calling me i would just take the call and say okay no problems so i'll be coming from work i'll go and pick my son so little by little we started developing that relationship of talking with one another hello how are you oh timidayo has a homework in his bag um please can you um help him with it you know 
like that. So that was how it started, but it was not easy. And I wanted it, I was intentional. I wanted us to be civil with each other. I wanted us to talk because I didn't want my son to see that negativity. I didn't want him to be labeled. I didn't want him to become part of statistics. Oh, this boy is a person from a broken home. That's why he's like this. I didn't want any of that for him. He, 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 he was a happy child from the beginning, very bubbly. So I wanted to, to keep seeing that. So I had to pray about it. And Lord, please help me. I really need to find a way to be, you know, to be um, in conversation with this guy. I don't know how to do it, but please help me. And over time, I discovered that, you know, we started saying, hello, how are you? Oh, you know, we use homework or he has this activity tomorrow. You might not take the child most of the time he would not but at least he would say okay no problems and he would end up not doing it so i just kept my peace but that was how it started and um it's it, it's very important that we do that because at the same time you don't want the child to pay you guys you don't want the child to know that would i do anything here daddy wouldn't know and if i do it then mommy wouldn't know and it's it's just you're causing a problem for the child because this thing affects them psychologically whether you know it or not mm-hmm. so in order to let him know that we have a united front it's mm-hmm. better he sees mommy and daddy talking knowing that see whatever he does there the other person will get in touch with you know with the other person and let them know mm-hmm. you know so i had to do it that way and um and right now, even right now, if you see us talking, you would not know that we were once married and divorced. But we're not best of friends, I can tell you that. But we do talk and we talk. <laughs> we do talk, you know, and we talk about everything. I mean, when my son was in Nigeria, he would call and he would be like, oh, can I speak with you? How are you? How is Nigeria? How are you coping? And then we talk. You can be on the phone for an hour. We just talk about the economy, the government tell me about you know, things or this this nothing personal just general talk and then i'll pass on the phone to the son he'll talk to the son after that you know come back to me we talk about his school just general stuff but yeah i think it's advisable to establish that if it's possible if the other person is really One thing that is coming up from the three discussion is the issue of intentionality. If there's any word called, called that, I think that's something I would um, put in my write-up list, intentionality. So it seems as if after a separation or after your divorce, you need to be intentional on what you want for your kid, for your child, and the kind of what 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 you define as best for your child in this very want to do a lady asked a question which was very very disturbing she told me on facebook and she said you know what my ex is gone my ex is ex and i don't want to have anything to do with him but it was also interesting that the same lady in the concluding part said but i still want to talk to you so it's that when people say my ex is ex my ex is gone is it a reaction that okay you know what but maybe somewhere deep if you if you really deep 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 down everybody does want a relationship with someone because she i sent that a message to my to jimmy she was like so she went she ranted for like two paragraphs and at the end she was like <laughs> you know what i still want to talk to you guys do you understand did you read that message she said you know what i still want to talk to you guys maybe there's a way i can work this thing out after ranting and almost telling us to get off i'm like so why are you contacting us if you have all this to say <laughs> so i would i, I want jimmy and um, tony to talk about that when people say my ex is ex and i is it really my ex is ex i really don't want to her but someone when you have kids what's what's that what's the psychology of that or what do you say i think in the spur of the moment when things happen a reaction you don't want to have anything to do with this person you just don't want to because psychologically emotionally you're not there you just want that person out of your life so for you you actually need time to heal you do need time to evaluate your situation and see where you are. For me, I am not an advocate for never. Never say never. Even in the worst situation, never say never. Because you see, one thing I've seen in life is there, there have been some women that have kind of like detached their children, completely moved their children away from their father. And later on in life, when those children grow up, they come to blame their mothers 
for not actually making that effort. Very have, true. Allow people to have a relationship with their father. And the thing is, yes, we are in. There might be in toxic relationship, but it takes two. It takes really takes two. The Bible says, "Can two walk together unless they be agreed?" If you can't work together, then it's not just one person. We all have our own flaws. So it's not that the ex is a perfect person. We are not perfect. There's nobody perfect. It's just because mm-hmm. in marriage, you come to agree that irrespective of your flaws, you will make this thing work. So for her, I mean, I remember saying to her, I mean, for her, she, she was like, oh, they don't want to have anything to do with her. Um, they verbally abused her. They said so many things about her rejection and you know all sorts so for her it's like even when she's trying to reach out to them they don't want to have anything to do with with her i'm not going to judge her i'm not going to judge the situation but it takes you but in the midst of the fact that she is angry and upset and everything which i mean she has all the rights to be um i've not closed the door to communication so if for that season, just like Tony said, for a particular season, she had to withdraw, move away from the situation so that she can actually get her oomph back together. She can get her yeah. hair, can have more focus, you know, she can have, you know, she can come back to who or at least to a certain degree to who she used to be. Because when stuff like that happens, it takes so much out of you. You actually need to have a good support system to actually help. In a situation where you don't have a support system, you stru- you do stru- as a woman, you do struggle. You have a focus. Begin to try to work on that focus. You know, it takes your mind off it. Spiritually begin to pray. That God would help you as a person. Now take the, take your eyes away from the marriage or from the relationship, and ask God Himself to infill you to help you. One important thing is bitterness. Hatred needs to get out of your life because if you don't get rid of hatred and bitterness, it will take deep root. And at the end of the day, you can't really move forward. Even the Bible says it: if we hide iniquity in our hearts, the Lord will not hear us. Hatred, bitterness, all those things are sins that God, you know. But in hurting, I mean, in my own situation, I would ask God to help me. God heal me. God help me. God heal me. And I've had times where the Lord Himself will say to me, "You need to forgive him for this thing that he has done." Not because what he's done is good, but for me to be able to see road and see God's favor. There's nothing that I jump in from last question. So let's 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 okay so um, Tony, can you give us your own perspective yeah i would say that um no matter how nasty the divorce you don't um it's better not to cut off that line of communication at first it's understandable you're the, the, you're still very raw you you know you you are angry and you're thinking you know what this this can never be okay again between us i don't want to say this guy i don't want any contact it's 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 um it's okay that's at the beginning but after a while you need to start to ask yourself you need to start to tell yourself that i'm not going to feel like this forever this this boy is still here especially when you are looking at it from the point of view that view that you have children between you it's better not to cut that line of communication off because you would, it will come to a stage when, a point when you would need each other's favors. You will need somebody to do a favor. And especially if the children have a close relationship with their father or their mother, it's advisable not to, not to be angry forever. And you can never be angry forever. If there are no children, it's, it's okay. Because I mean, you go your separate ways and that's the end of it really. But when you now have children, it's a, it's a, it's a it's a different ball game altogether. You can't say you can never say never. Just like um, Sister Junior said, you can't never say never because you, when for me, for example, when I was relocating to Nigeria, I was praying and I was saying, Lord, please, I don't want this person to be in the way of my going because I I knew I wanted to go with my son, but I would have to let him know because we have this thing from the court that says if you're going on holiday, you need to let the other person know. It's on paper. You give them some a few one or two weeks notice. You can't take the child out of the country for more than three weeks. If it's going to be over three weeks, you let them know as well. 
you must always let the other person know. So, and I'm thinking now, I want to actually move, uprooting and taking to Nigeria. How do I tell this person? So I started to pray. I started to fast. Ah, you can't underestimate prayer. I prayed, I fasted. I mean, it took me months before I could even call him to, to say, okay, please can we have, um, I would like to, to you know, discuss something with you. And then he came and um, I said it and he said, wow, you want to take him to Nigeria? Nigeria? And I'm like, and I was saying inside of me, please, Lord, please, that I really don't want to go to court for this. And I know even if I did, I would not win that case because, you know, the British system, they will tell you the boy is British. He was born there. He grew up there. Why are you taking him out of the system? If the father can take him and, you know, I knew that the odds were against me. So I just, that was why I was praying and fasting and saying, Lord, help me. And before that time, before I called him, the, the, the Holy Spirit ministered to me that you need to actually be friends with him. When you are friends with him, when you are friendly with him, it's easy. So when he would bring the child back to my place, you know, after a while, you know, all the things you are reading, because after a while, you begin to relax on them because you, you are now establishing relationship. You are now saying hello to each other. He would ask you nicely. You would say, okay, and you do this for me? Okay, I can't pick him from the nursery. Can I come and get him from your place? You say, okay, no, no problem. I intentionally made sure that every, when it comes to my child, you want to pick him from my place. You can't pick him from there. I will go and pick him myself. Come and pick him from my place. It is fine by me. I, as long as I know my child is in my own house, is safe, that's fine by me. So, you know, so I was, I started to be very friendly, not over friendly, but I mean, oh, hello, hello, how are you? Um, this, 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 you know, we talk like that. And then when I wanted to relocate, I was able to call him and um, sit him down and then tell him that, you know, I wanted to relocate to Nigeria. And he didn't say yes, he didn't say no, but he was a bit hesitant. He was like, oh, Nigeria, the healthcare system, the this, the that, but he didn't say no. And you know, God's so good. He was, he said, actually, he said, I'm actually going to be in Nigeria from next week because I have a contract that um, might likely come through for me in Abuja. So, you know, and I said, oh, that'll be fine. You can even come to Lagos and, and, and visit and see him, you know. I, you know, I just tried to play it nicely. And I said, you know what, you don't need to make a decision today. Let's just think about it. Let's meet again and discuss it. You know, I just played it like that, but it was really God. So if you now say that you don't want um, communication, you don't want contact, you don't even want to have anything to do with him. When, if I had done that and I wanted to approve the child to take him, oh my goodness, I can tell you that that would never have happened. So you see that I came to Nigeria by myself or I stayed back because of him, because I stayed back and just keep living in the UK. Mm. So it was a good thing that I listened to the Holy Spirit. He said, be friendly, be friendly, to be easier. And um, I, I started to be friendly. So, you know, even, even if it's um, no, the medallion's own work, I've done some, please help me, help him to complete the rest, you know, like that. Just little, little, little things here and there. You say it, if he says hello, say it. He says hello, if he says how was your day, discuss, talk. So it's about your day, you know. <laughs> And it, it really paved the way. So when it came to discussing the very, very important issues, it was it was smooth. It wasn't so difficult. It was not that easy as well. But at least we could sit down, we could look into each other's eyes, we could talk, and we could even agree to meet again to discuss further. So it helped. Mm-hmm. It really, really helped. So I would say that breaking that line of communication is not advisable. You are not going to be angry forever. We should always have that in mind. And also we should have the children in mind. When you are not talking to the other party, it's affecting them. You might not know, but it is actually affecting them. And they might, you don't want them to become, you know, to grow up and start being hostile to their wives or to their husbands because that's what they, they were used to. Mommy, mommy was not talking to daddy anyway, and daddy can go for you a year without talking to mommy so you don't want them to see that so when you have the child in mind please try to for at the beginning yes you might keep to yourself but later please start to establish um contact relationship to talk so that when you now need something from the other person it helps it really really helps 
yeah so we're almost getting to the end of um this i think we have like two more questions then we'll, um, we'll wrap up um Sukumbo, just in a nutshell i know um Sukumbo has experience has been quite on the other side where the spouse is nasty what what, what how do you process have you tried to process establishing and things are not working just in two minutes what has that been for you yes share our intentionality mm. and putting the child first you know one thing that's been so important for me even though her dad is not active to make sure she understands that she can talk about him anytime she can mm. ask questions there's no bashing you know initially obviously after we <laughs> divorce happened i threw out all the wedding photos and all that thank god for technology right so i had some digital she can call me anytime and ask him the other day it's funny i was looking at her feet i was like you know you have your dad's feet and she laughed and we talked about it so i think regardless of what the situations around your um, separation are and you try to make it work if you have a partner who is not making it work who's not ready to be a, part, a healthy part of your child's life the one thing you must not do and i think it was sister jimmy that mentioned it, you must not be child you cannot take away the fact that there is a part of your, your ex that's integral to that child and so you have to constructively make her or him comfortable with understanding that their parent is a human being who is loved valued by god has nothing to do with what you feel about parents and because of that you treat that person speak about the person kindly you show up as your best self regardless of who the person is you show up as your best intentional parent and model for that child what love compassion forgiveness is people are going to grow up they're going to become adults they're going to get their own objective sense of what is going on and you don't want to be like sister Jimmy and Tony was saying you don't want to be that parent who has bashed your ex so much that when they grow up they're angry with you because that's actually great <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> you put them in a bubble that's not what you want to do regardless of so when i talk to her and she's upset she's wondering why he's not there i tell her i don't know it's okay to be upset it's okay to be sad and you know i don't i don't talk to her about the situation and fill her head with ideas i just tell her you know sometimes things don't work out and i remind her that ultimately even in brokenness because we live in a broken world mm. and there's still so much goodness that you have because god is your heavenly father he loves you so i don't i don't know why this happened i don't know why it didn't work mm. you know important to establish age appropriate discussions regarding it when you're children my child she'll ask you all the questions she'll go there you know <laughs> so there's no easy way to avoid that but you have to trust the holy spirit to give you grace to speak kindly to intentionally make sure that you're not projecting your views or making the child be too so i think that's the most important piece whether you're single parenting or co-parenting it's so important to do that very yes so um we're wrapping up i would i think we've spoken about where god is in all this we've all spoken about that so one final word i would just we'll just go in terms like what are the final things you would like to put out there for people that are in this process people that maybe they just got divorced they are separated and they're just trying to work out how do i how do i talk to that other partner as regarding this child what if somebody comes if you meet if you meet somebody on the um elevator elevator talk 60 60 seconds elevator talk what would you tell the person like just elevator what would you tell the person on the, on the elevator so we'll start with Tony we'll go to me and talk to take it last so Tony yes. okay um I would say that divorce is um it's a nasty process it has its degree of nastiness but in all of it please have the child at heart have the child in mind know that whatever you do the child is in between the two of you keep the at, at the beginning you might be bitter and angry but try to not block the line of communication if the father wants access please let him have access regardless of whether is financially involved you know with giving you um upkeep for the child 
if not please let him still have access because the thing is when the child when the father is there and is not there let the child have access to the father because what the father will do with the child will be able to do and what the what you would do with the child the father can't do it except if the father is dead and god will give you the grace to to represent both the role of the father and the mother but if the father is still there and he wants access let him have access and always not let please do not never speak um in a bad way about the other person to the child's face never and do not let other people do the same you know some friends can be very loyal when they come they'll be like oh look at you you look so much like your stubborn dad you know or you know are you i hope you're doing very well in school you know you know your dad is not paying your school fees it's my friend that is paying everything you know if or even their grandparents you know everybody wants, wants to support you but while they are doing that it's affecting that child hmm. so it's better you you take charge and say no please don't say that to my child no i don't want him to see this i don't want him to experience this in a negative way when he's not there we can talk i can say oh he's a useless person is this is that but when he's there please <laughs> i don't want him to know Mm. you need to protect your child your child is your child so don't let the grandparents the friends the, the whoever come and just start saying negative things and you yourself if you don't say it and you don't allow people to say it, they'll know the kind of person you are and they won't if they try it one time and you quickly put a stop to it they won't try it again mm. i've done it i know what i'm saying you know somebody will look at my son and say i hope you're doing well in school your mother is one thing i'm like ah please don't go there leave it leave it and then my child will leave and I'm like please don't don't do that okay I don't want it mm. I've done so well so far God has helped me I don't want any negativity leave that don't talk to him like that he's a good boy I'm not complaining I'm not complaining about anything so don't do it mm. so you need to protect whatever happens you need to protect your child at all times I'm not saying protect him against the father because I had <laughs> <laughs> I'm not because I have a friend I you know in the UK then we're still friends and when the, when she was going through the same thing she was telling me that um, she's not going to allow the father to have contact with the child why oh if he takes him what the guy was like I want to take him on a Saturday morning bring him in the evening she said oh he's going to give him McDonald's to eat. I don't want my boy my son to eat junk I don't want this this I'm like are you want to kill yourself let the father have contact so that when is when the boy is with the dad you are resting in fact you will have time to date you will have time to do other things do you understand you need to have a me time and she didn't she didn't agree but you know what after a while she came to me and she said to me look at my hair it's all gray it's tall. I said why won't it turn gray i said allow let the father have contact let him help you if he says i want to see the child on a saturday let him eat mcdonald's and mcdonald's will not kill him for that day you know oh the child if we he might take him to the mall and they will not will not just know where he is the child will wander away i said for goodness sake let him be responsible it will not happen before your child is there, i'll pray for him soak him in the blood of jesus that you will not go missing today so let the father have contact oh he's always carrying women with the child will be seeing different ladies with him i said just pray that people not me also now i still pray for my child that i've gone through this my child will not go through it he will not experience um any marital you know um disharmony it would not it would have peace in his marriage he mm. would not experience divorce he would not experience separation i pray like that every day because you know the the their spiritual um consequences as well or they will say that what affects you might pass on to the children so you start to pray for them as well that they don't experience that mm. so when the father says i want contact let him have contact let there be no negativity in your own room in your own closet i'm not saying my my ex and i were perfect that we don't even have issues we still had a huge argument like maybe 2 3 years ago you know and how did i resolve it i'll go to my room and then i'll pick up the phone and i will talk when it, because it would be like why didn't you put the child on the plane yesterday i'm like i've been asking you for the date you didn't answer I have when I do my own thing I arrange it with my it's all around my my son but when you don't give me the date you want him to come back to you and the price of my own ticket for traveling is going up what do I do I have to like buy for both of us and we'll go on my own trip and then I mean if you talk like that he would understand and he said okay I'm sorry I said yeah I sent you an email I sent you whatsapp message I sent you a lot of messages saying please can you send me the date I knew you had it because you always buy a return ticket 
for the child to come and spend summer with you and he will use that ticket back to the UK. So when I was asking, please let me have a date for Christmas. I know you want him to come back in the my uh, son had already said that you have a family event that you will be coming back for Christmas. And then I'm like, give me that day because I want to travel as well so that I can put the child on the plane today and I will travel the next day. But you were not, you were like, I'll get back to you, I'll get back to you, I'll get back to you. So you know what? After a while, I just left it and I bought ticket for the two of us. But you know what? You will go with you will come with me. I said it in my own mind. The child didn't know. He was just like, Oh, mom, am I still going? I'm like, I don't know. Your dad has not released any date, but you know, if you want, except if you want to stay in Nigeria with grandma, I can go on my own. Or you want me to buy our tickets? Go, oh, mom, please buy our ticket. I'm like, Okay, I'll buy our ticket. We'll go. And then when we're coming back and stop in the UK, then you can see that. You know, you always have to, you talk to the child as well, but not saying all the negative things. So be, be try to be positive. Know that the negativity, the anger, will last past more minutes. I know we have a lot. Okay. To Thank you. It's a pitch. Sorry. Yeah. These yeah. kind of issues are so. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So mm. I think it's a pitch. Something you would tell someone. I mean, Tony has, I mean, just dealt with the whole subject. I mean, she's dealt with it brilliantly. I mean, it's good to have a clear agreement around your child or your children. Just like Tony said, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work. But the most important thing is you need to be considerate. You need to be very tolerant. And you also need to be flexible around your expectations. Mm-hmm. Do not ruled by your emotions your emotions will finish you if you use your yes. emotion at the end yeah. of the day ultimately what you're looking at is the well-being of the children it is a sacrifice it is not easy it is a sacrifice and that's just my feeling I love you guys. I learned so much, so much myself. I think from Sister Toy, I learned don't sweat the small stuff. That is so important. Like you can only control your kids when they're in your space. And exactly. If you're trying to co-parent well, you send them off just like you send them to school, and you trust God with mm-hmm. protect them. It's the same coverage, right? Mm-hmm. And I learned the fact that you have to have the vision ultimately putting those children first consistently and it's a long journey like i'm looking at you at 27 year old i'm like oh my gosh burning bridges it's not putting a block so so important that you navigate it age appropriately guide your children's heart more than anything to understand that even when people this is not about what parent was bad or good. This is a part of you. This is your parent. You are supposed to honor them, love them, and you're the best reflection of that. When they see how you interact, you're actually building up the way they relate with that parent. You know, whether the parent is good, whether the parent, that's not even the issue. It's this child. How am I teaching this child to navigate life? And I, I just really want to thank you guys for, I learned a lot just from this session. And that's what I would say to anyone is communicate, don't sweat the small stuff, don't burn bridges, make sure you're not negative. And I do have a couple resources that I'll send that blessed me, divorce care, and there's a family podcast on co-parenting. It's for blended families, co-parenting, it talks about all the works. I think nobody goes into marriage thinking I'm going to get divorced and then I'll be uh, after an excellent co-parent, right? You learn on the journey, you're like constantly grabbing, yeah. tweaking your strategies. <laughs> yes, very true. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, thank you so much. Right. Yeah, thank you so much, ladies. I I think I've learned it. I've learned a lot of things. I was telling my cousin recently that. Oh my God, that is when we started having this discussion that I didn't know all this was even happening. I didn't know that all this was going on in our head. And I would consider that we're quite close. <laughs> People call us close cousins. And I'm like, my God, like anytime she sends stuff to me and I read it, sometimes I'll call her back. Hey, did this actually happen? <laughs> Why was this happening? So, you know, sometimes we on the outside, we really don't know what's going on, different emotions you are going through at that point in time. And um, 
thank you so much for taking out of your time to be here today to do this recording with me well done yinka well <laughs> <Yeah>. done <laughs> thank you <laughs> i'm happy doing this um just a close out prayer it's not it's not a big prayer Be that the lord will do with us the hands of the lord will rest upon each and every one of us i pray that this will be um great things will happen to us such that when we look at look back in time we would have been a blessing to our generation and whatever god has of it and our journey or our story will be a source of encouragement to people around us such that when all is said and done and people look at us and they'll be like she went through this but she, you didn't just go through that alone or just for you or just for people around us to learn to learn how to live life and i pray that um, the children that we have that these children will be complete for it. And that, and years down the line, you'll be able to tell somebody that I have a 27 year old child. I don't know where your daughter will be by that time. <laughs> I just pray that girls, I know they are getting into the face of young adults, marriage. They will as children's children, they are my nieces, they are very wonderful children. I keep telling my, my other nieces sometimes and nephews that have you seen Junior? You, you people with the way you behave, go and look at Auntie Jumoke's children. <laughs> they are the best children you could a, a parent could ever pray for. They they are um, academically, they are brilliant. They are that they, they are just that nephew and nieces that a parent kept my money when I was in America. She had my she has my accounts. Do you understand? You are that sure, and she won't go into your account to do anything. Uh, she said, "Okay, I think how much have I spent? How much do we have remaining?" She was managing me, so they are that, they are that, they are that good. And and Tony, Kenke has spoken so much about your son. She says your son is take home to mama. That's what she says. <laughs> <laughs> no more take notes. <laughs> no, take notes. We have a take home to mama. <laughs> mama book in our group. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so thank much you. Bye, thank thank you. The message bye bye everybody, <laughs> bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> thank you Deka thank you so much yeah. bye. thanks